Welcome to Man Versus, the show where two guys have candid, unscripted talks about all things man. So whether you're a new dad, a new husband, or have an empty nest, this is our place to meet and talk it all out. This is Pesh and Coop. Welcome to this episode. both just back from a vacation right now. We took some time off on the podcast, not intentionally, because we actually talked about getting together. Recording on the road. Yeah, well, you were on the road, and we didn't do that. I think, and we chatted about this before, we should never make plans during November, or excuse me, December or December at all, because we tried to launch a podcast before in December, and no bueno, because it turns out January is busy for both of us. And uh, that stretches in too. So let's start with your vacation, man. Tell me, tell me what you did. What'd you guys do? So we left uh, on a Saturday. I want to say it was the 18th of December on a road trip, and we were going to be gone for about two weeks. We drove. By the, by the way, to frame to frame up <clears throat> how long it's been since we talked. Just today's January the 10th. Correct. And this was about a month ago. My last recording date is twelve sixteen. Right. So. Right. Um, but yeah, so we, we planned a big road trip. We're going to go see some of my family. I haven't, I haven't spent any, I can't think of, I mean, it's been a long time since I've spent like a holiday with my family and we drove out to see my cousin who lives in New Mexico, but rather than just doing the, you know, get there as soon as we can, um, you know, drive straight because it's about a 13, 11 to 13 hour drive, you know, if you were to drive nonstop. And, uh, you know, so we, we decided we were going to break it up into small incremental trips. So we drove to, we left here, drove to Vegas, stayed in Vegas overnight, visited my, I have an aunt who lives there. And then, uh, from Vegas, we drove to Hoover Dam, you know, spent some time, you know, checking out the, God, I can't believe how empty that, that lake is. Um, from there we went to Sonoma in nice. Arizona, we were, we were going to do, a, you know, there was a couple of stops that I had wanted to kind of novelty stops, but we started driving through there and it just like Santa Claus acres, I think was one that I had mentioned before. And yep. it just wasn't like we were driving and I, you know, I could see it coming up and I just thought, you know what, that's nothing like I had in my head had pictured it. So we just drove right on past it and you didn't even stop for a minute. Didn't even stop for a minute. Wow. And, well, partially because I, I I was anticipating where it was going to be. So I'm looking up ahead. I'm like, okay, I think that's it. And then it's like, oh, no, shit, that was it. And <laughs> I saw enough of it to where it's like, well, we missed it. No big deal. And I'm not turning around. <laughs> so we got to Sonoma, had pizza and beer, which uh, was awesome. I had, interestingly enough, I had a beer that was a... It was a, a local, like, I, I don't know if they brewed it on site or somewhere local there, but it was a coffee, a pumpkin spice coffee beer. And I think what it was is th- it was originally just a uh, pumpkin spice beer and she put co- like a coffee something in it afterward. Right. I've seen the coffee thing before, but I don't, I, I've never tried it. So was well, it good? No, actually I think what it was is maybe there was a coffee beer, like a porter and then a pumpkin spice porter. And then she just put the two together and made a coffee pumpkin. It was really good. 
if you like coffee. It was surprisingly, I, I hate pumpkin spice, but this was good. <laughs> um, so anyway, you know, we got up the next morning, uh, t- took a few photos, you know, Sonoma's beautiful. So from there we went, uh, basically that was our long, one of our longest stretches was we drove from there to, um, Las Cruces, New Mexico. And, but we did, a, but we stopped like every couple of hours we stopped and, you know, got out, checked out. <laughs> if you've never been along the, I think it's the 10 or the 40. No, I think it's the 40 going into New Mexico from Arizona. There's this, it's called the thing. And there's road signs for miles. Like you got to stop in and see the thing. And like big, big yellow billboards with the thing, huge. Like, what is it? I don't know. Come and check it out. So we stopped and saw the thing. And I will not tell you what it is. You have Why? to. Why? Because you have to go see it yourself. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm looking it up on the internet now. You, you look it up on Yelp and every everybody's like, I'm not going to ruin it for you. Because I, I tried really? to find out what it was. So All right. you got to go check out the thing. Um, it, it's worth the dollar entry. All right. So, yeah. So then, uh, you know, from Las Cruces, we went up to Glenwood, New Mexico, which my aunt lives up there, spent, you know, a couple of days up there in the kind of some, not really the mountains, but it's not really the desert. It's kind of in between. It's in the hills. You know, they got some snow up there, but it's not <laughs> quite. Some. No, no. In Glenwood. Okay. They got it. But so then we were going to drive to Ruidoso, which is my hometown. And we heard this huge storm was going to be coming in that Saturday. So we, we raced to get to New Mexico or to Ruidoso before the storm hit. We got there, got checked in and it dumped. I mean, it, it, I haven't seen that much snow and, you know, the locals are even saying, you know, it hasn't snowed this much in, you know, decade, like, you know, 10 years at least. So it, I mean, it probably got 30 inches, 24 to 30 inches of snow, you know, Insane. within a day and a half. When you guys were out in it, I was following you on some Facebook and Instagram there oh, too. Yeah. And I would see you and little doodles, um, heading out and braving the cold. It didn't look like it was snowing when you guys were out, but it, and it didn't actually look super bad. I mean, you guys weren't knee deep in, in, in snow, but it looked like. No, we weren't knee deep in snow because where we were walking, they had plowed the street. Cause where we were walking on the street, I mean, we were in the middle of main street. <clears throat> And that was really the only place to walk at that point, because even the sidewalks were still, you know, had a bunch of a foot and a half of snow on them. So we're walking down the middle of the road, you know, with a bunch of other people that were, you know, out and about and found a great pizza place there. It was we couldn't get we went to Walmart because we were going to go buy some, you know, groceries because that was the nothing was open we drive you know this harrowing route through icy roads to get to walmart which is up this icy hill walk up to the door and like oh they closed it's four o'clock they closed because the way i guess they were sending the employees home so it's you know we drove all that way and couldn't couldn't buy anything everything was shut down essentially Domino's and Pizza Hut were delivering up until the point that we called and tried to get delivery and they said, we're not delivering. So didn't get that. So I walked down to the, this, the one little restaurant that was open, it's called uh, Rio Ruidoso or 
no, no, Cafe Rio. And awesome, awesome pizza. If you're in Ruidoso, New Mexico, you got to stop at this place and get pizza. It is, it's quite amazing. Well, as luck would have it, I'm planning on being there next never. So next never. I'll well, enjoy, in. enjoy the pizza. Tell them I sent you. They'll have no idea who the hell you're talking about, but. But they'll, they'll tell me to thank you. Exactly. Yeah, dude, that's, that's, uh, that's cool. So you guys, you were this close to starving. Absolutely. It, it, it was a little touch and go, but you know, we, we made it and. I'm I'm here to tell the tale. <laughs> well, now you guys, how long were you? How long did you guys stay there? I mean, because it snowed. Yeah, so like- from New Mexico, from Rudo, so we were planning on driving up through Colorado um, into Utah and go up to Sundance or Park City area. We had some friends that were up there. We were going to go visit, and the more I kept reading about the the weather, I just. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't feel like driving up through the mountains, you know, with snow kind of being very unpredictable. And, you know, we were kind of sitting around. We had been gone for probably, let's see, about nine, almost 10 days. And, you know, we, Dieter and I looked at each other and said, Man, what if we just went home? You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it'd be great. We could get all this stuff done. So... As soon as, you know, we were, got up early, early one morning or no, no, I'm sorry. We got up and then went to visit. I had, I have another aunt that lives in Rodoso that I haven't seen in years. So we had kind of a brunch with them and then headed out and drove straight back. And that was brutal. You know, it was like a straight trip and it got to be, you know, two, two thirty in the morning and I finally just told Dieter, I was like, all right, you slept. I, if we're going to keep going. And I know we talked about, you know, Dieter dri- or, you know, the wives driving and yeah, I didn't care. It's like, <laughs> if we're going to make it, you got to drive. Cause I can't drive anymore. You know, and I even, I had pulled off on rest areas, um, to get, you know, catch 30 minutes of sleep or something. And what I love about New Mexico and Arizona is you can actually have your, your handgun with you. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. So, well, that's a whole different topic because January yes. one, open carry became uh, the law here in Texas, yes. which is kind of cool. I haven't been out open carrying yet, um, but yeah, we we could probably talk about that one later. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, we, so we made it back and did absolutely jack shit once we got home. You know, <laughs> all the stuff that we talked about, we were going to get accomplished, we didn't. Right, and it was great. But it was a great vacation. You know, the, I have to say the kids were awesome. They, I was going to ask. They, very little of the fighting. And I think it had to do with, you know, breaking the trip up into small little jaunts. You what know, do you mean by that? Basically drive two hours, stop, get out, look around. You know, because we stopped at some Indian ruins. We stopped at, you know, the thing, obviously. You know, just different little, you know, planned trips along the way where it's like, okay, that looks like a cool spot. We'll go there. And you just drive, stop, drive, stop. And yeah, it adds some time, but we didn't have any, like we weren't supposed to be anywhere at a specific point. So it didn't matter if we, wherever we stopped and for however long, it's like, we got where we got when we got there. And, you know, I think that was the best, the best thing we did, you know, and we even got stuck in Rodoso for an extra day, I think about a day because of the snow and it didn't matter because we didn't have to be anywhere. That's cool. So it was, it was, it was nice. It was, it was good. So how much time did you have off? Did you have two weeks? Yeah. 
Okay. I was off from the 18th of December through the 1st. That's awesome. So... Well, good for you. Good for me. That's awesome. I enjoyed would it. You do, well, here's, a, here's a big question. Would you do it again? I would. Would you do the same trip again? I'd do a different trip. I'd go more up into... Oh, I'd go the back way of the route that you were going to take anyway, maybe? Maybe. Like, I, I, I would love to go up into, you know, Utah, maybe yeah. Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, you know, come down and loop around that way. You got any plans to go to Oregon? I'd love to go to Oregon. Just like load up. Um, we know, have a bunch we, of magazines. I have really good friends in. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying you got the beard for it. Right? I have really, really good friends in uh, um, Washington. And, you know, Washington's even a place that we've kind of looked at maybe as a possibility for, you know, living in the future. And, um, you know, we'll see. That's cool. That is cool. Well, after our after our trip, um, yeah, we need to we need to do things a little bit differently because of the whole having to be somewhere kind of a thing really yeah. gets you. Oh, for sure, for we, sure. We had on the calendar uh, leaving the first and coming back the seventh, and it wasn't like an early morning flight out on the first, so it was kind of relaxing. Uh huh. But when we landed, two hour difference, kids hungry, kids irritated. I mean, we were we were sort of prepared for it, but not not near what we expected. Um, but flying to California, pretty easy. Three, a little over three hours there, about two, two hours and a half coming back. No big deal. I mean, that's pretty convenient, but all the time in between, when we only had five days, man, we were seeing two and three people or families yep. each day and just jamming from one spot to the next. And, and, you know, we never really felt we, we get quality time with everybody, no matter what, but mm -hmm. You know, a few people are like, well, when do I get to see you again? When are you leaving? And we're like, we're packed to the gills, man. We really are. And, you know, to be honest, we need a little bit of our, we need a little of our own time too. Yeah. Because we're just, we're running ourselves a little bit ragged, but it was a good trip. We went back, we go back to California in the beginning of January because January 7th is the, um, is, um, I almost said Kurdish Christmas, but why am I forgetting this? It's Serbian Christmas. Um, Heather's family is, you know, we've, we've always you know, celebrated Serbian Christmas. We always toast her grandfather, um, who was a pretty remarkable guy. Um, you know, he's Czech and he was a dentist. He was trained over here in America. He was back in the Czech Republic and actually got picked up by Nazis and was part of the great escape. Wow. So that's, that's sort of the loop of the story, but he was a, he, I got to meet him before he passed. His name was Mike and, uh, got to trust a dude named Mike. Right. And, uh, not very, very years. Yeah. <laughs> very, very interesting dude. But anyway, we pay homage to him and have some really good, you know, um, you know, check spirits, you know, some shots of some wonderful stuff. And, uh, you know, that's that, but we're back there for, for that. That was on the second for us. And then it was just jam packed, you know, yeah. doing a whole bunch of stuff on the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, of course, you know, you can count up. And, uh, you know, just kind of floating around all of Orange County, some of the Inland Empire down into Temecula to see some friends down there. You and I got to grab lunch. Yep. Um, but even then, that, it's kind of hard. Last year, I was able to rent a second car and, you know, I was able, I was trying to jam a bunch of stuff into, I mean, we got to get together a good bit. And anyway, last year was a bit different. This year I said, you know, kind of to myself, I'm like, I'm just going to, I'm going to be I'm going to try to serve Heather on this. You know, it's going to be frustrating to me if I get my heart up or, you know, get my hopes up on doing anything in particular. You know, I kind of put my foot down on like, look, I don't want to go to Disney. 
A, it's expensive. B, we're going to spend all day in lines. Yeah. Then it was like Knott's Berry Farm. And thankfully, but crappily, it rained. So right. we got to do some other stuff, but we got to spend more time with more people too. So, Well, if, if you're going to make a, like if you were to make a trip to go to Disneyland, that needs to be your trip. Sure. You know, you, you don't want to try to work in what you were trying to work in and Disneyland. You yeah. Know? There'd have been, there'd have been no way. And to be honest, people I, would I, have died I, to be frank. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I enjoy Disneyland, but when we had our own passes and when we could go on a Tuesday night and nobody's there and when I could jam out three, you know, run in, get three rides in and then bail out, grabbing a churro, you know, right. and, and, and away we go. That was always fun. Mm, that $6 but, churro. Right. Well, that's the only thing we'd buy, but. Ah, if it was afternoon, I'd, okay, listen, Main Street, as you walk in on the right at the end of the Main Street, just as it opens up into the big circle. Isn't that a film store? But by the film store, past the film store, right, is a corn dog cart. You have to, the the corn dogs are $10 of deliciousness. (laughs) I mean, you know, you're going to either get that or like a leg of some animal that's been torched, right? Yeah. So get this. Anyway. Um, that, that used to be sort of a staple there and that's why I'm 221 pounds. So anyway, your, but your bones are heavy. My, I have heavy bones because of all of the, uh, fat in them. Now I have fatty marrow. Mm. No, but we, I just didn't want to do any of that. I don't, I don't dig the crowds. It's not convenient. I mean, even if we stayed, if we stayed in Disney, like attached to Disney and we could sort of float you know, go back to the room, relax for an hour and then come back or get fast passes or anything like that and spend five days there, then it would be enjoyable, right? We could have people come to us or we could spend dinner somewhere else. And if that were the base, that would be fine. But that's a, you know, that's a lot of coin, dude. Sure. Absolutely. You know, I'd want to win that trip. I wouldn't want to pay for it. Um, but at any rate, we've had just, you know, it was a whirlwind. It was a whirlwind ride back there. And we keep talking about it. We're like, well, maybe next time, you know, it's two weeks and Heather's still trying to finagle twice a year now. She's like, well, let's do it in the summer. I'm like, yeah, next summer, not this summer. Cause you know, we're trying to convince people to come to us. It's a, they, a five hour commitment and flights from yeah. LA, right. Or from Orange County or whatever. They're direct flights here to just come out and visit. And we got room, plenty of room for people. And we'd love to show everybody around all the great barbecue spots and all the places we hang out and, you Taco know, just spend breakfast. time with us here. So what is your taco? Your breakfast oh, tacos? taco. Oh, breakfast tacos are at Rudy's. Rudy's. Yeah, but Torchy's tacos, man, I tell you, if you came out here, I've got the menu. You wouldn't even need to order. So like, dude, I'm hooking you up with their Baja shrimp taco and their crossroads. Which You're not is the boss shri- of me. I am the I would be the boss of you at Torchy's. That's all I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, so we've been contemplating a little bit more of a trip of like what you guys did, except You know, I have a Mormon family, you know, with all 19 of us, well, five, but it feels like 19. And I'm like, we need, we need different driving accommodations. You know, I need to rent a bus or (laughs) a 13 passenger van or something along that lines, you know, pull out a row of seats or two and put down an air mattress or something for the kids to chill out while I'm, you know, doing 80 miles down the freeway. Um, But something that's just big enough for us so that everybody will be comfortable. You know, the minivan's fine, but not when we drive to South Carolina and it's like 20, you know, 22 hours, 24 total, you know, when you count our stops and everything else that we do, it's just, uh, it's tough. And I can't see it getting any easier either, by the way. So to all you parents out there, all you dads who just have one, let me just urge you to sort of stop at two because here, here are the big benefits. Two is awesome. Two is, two is pretty darn good. 
I mean, none is great, but two is pretty good, right? If you got to have any, <laughs> two, stop at two. If God, not, think just of like what you could to, do with no kids and all that money. Oh my God, I would be dating my wife like crazy. We'd be having so much fun. I mean, those Disneyland things. We looked up tickets today for the national championship football game tomorrow night, right? Mm -hmm. And she's finding tickets for like 300 bucks for the pair. Anybody playing that we like? Um, some... Some teams is going to whoop a, up on there's Alabama. An, there's an orange team that. Yeah, my Tigers, man. I'm stoked. Pop Warner. <laughs> Pop Warner. <laughs> yeah, yep. some South Carolina Pop Warner yeah. team is going to beat the, the 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 number one SEC team out there. No, but we were looking at we were looking at each other today over lunch, and she's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "I'm finding tickets." She's like, "We can get the VIP experience for under five hundred dollars for the both of us." And I'm like, Are "If we kidding? didn't have kids, oh yeah, yeah." yeah. You know, if we didn't have the kids to scramble and like, she's like, oh, we could almost make a day trip. No. Anyway. So back to my point, stop at two. And this is the biggest reason why when you travel, even with full size car seats, you can always fit into a standard vehicle. When you have three, you have to buy, you know, a boat. You have to rent a boat. So, yeah, I never, I didn't even think about that, but I mean, well, we talked about it, but prior to that, I had, I didn't, I would never have thought about that. Yeah. I didn't, um, it didn't occur to me really this time. Last time we got, we got lucky when we got there, there, there seemed to be like no vehicles available. So I just chatted up a lady and, you know, said, Hey, here's what I've got. And she put us in another, you know, she put us on a, a Yukon, I think for the whole week, which was fine. I mean, still, there wasn't a lot of space in it surprisingly for a Yukon, but we, we all fit. Yeah. This time I get there and, you know, thought I could take advantage of the, you know, Hertz gold plus pick whatever you want kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Only they put our car in the wrong spot, which meant that everything that I could have picked from was like outrageous. Um, but I, I did jump into a, uh, a Nissan Armada and, and that was, that was plenty big. Um, but I'm glad I came back the next day, turned it in for something smaller, unfortunately smaller, but it was way better on the gas prices. Right. I haven't, I haven't Instagrammed the photo yet, but I wanted to just welcome myself back and rub it in a little bit more that we still have a hundred or a dollar and 56 per gallon gas out here. Oh, we had it. I, the cheapest I found it was, uh, just outside of Las Cruces of buck 75. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, it was, and then come back to three dollars minimum yeah i didn't see i got well i was fueling up over near the airport lax which everything's like 350 360 yeah um, but to throw 15 gallons in and it's i i would spend more on a quarter tank there than i do on a full tank exactly <laughs> so um anyhow yeah so our trip was really good too um it was a good exercise for me and like trying to stay humble and and not flip out as much, which, you know, I, I tend to do when I sort of own the, the itinerary. Right. Mm -hmm. But this time I just kind of relinquished ownership and said, you know what, I'll be the driver and I'll just make sure we get from point A to point B and we'll have fun. And I would say if we, we've gone on two vacations, well, not just, we've gone on many vacations, but the two vacations that we've had the absolute best time are the vacations that we just said, you know what? Okay, I'll give you the... So the, one was this one. We had an end point in mind, but nothing scheduled. It's like we we do whatever we want, whenever we want, for however long we want. 
Right. And it seems like you guys almost set the expectation with your family that it's like, oh, we might be there on this day or maybe this day. And then the other vacation, we went to Shaver Lake and it's, it's up north. It's near Yosemite or I think it's like Kings Canyon up in that area, which is, um, around the area of Yosemite. It's, I don't know how far it is, but it's to give you just a reference point. And we basically, we found this, I don't even know how we found Shaver Lake. I think we were, we were planning on going to Kings Canyon or, you know, something up there and like, Oh look, Shaver Lake, let's go there. It was, we called, rented a condo and just drove up there nothing planned got up one day and said hey, oh there's a hot springs let's go there and it was this out in the middle of nowhere hot springs where you had to drive on this you know one lane road th- with the one side is like a hundred foot drop and it's a sketchy dirt road that was one day the next day it's like oh let's go let's rent jet skis so we rented some jet skis went out on the you know it Nothing planned, didn't have to be anywhere. And almost every vacation that we've planned something, there's been problems. People get irritated, you know, because then it's, you start looking at your watch like, oh shit, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta be here. At, you know, we told so-and-so we're going to be here at five. We got, you know, it's four thirty. We gotta go. None of that. So I would say if you've never done it before, just make a general vacation, a general plan and just say, let's just let things go how they go. And at least, you know, for us, it's worked out awesome. Yeah. And I think, I think maybe we could do that, but we have, we have such a hard time going back to California with the amount of people we need to see. And we still leave people out, you know? So screw them. Oops, sorry. Yeah, so screw them. Well, no, I mean, there are certain friends that are like, sure. you know, they'll see later. They're like, why didn't we get together? And I'm like, Babalu. Because I don't like you. That's <laughs> like, why. But yeah, I didn't have time, you know? So, um, but, but we're looking forward to doing that. It's just, yeah, when we look at driving anywhere, we're like, all right, there's there's a lot of cool stuff in Texas, but we'd like to get out, um, you know, back to Utah. And I'd like to show the younger kids through, you know, Bryce Canyon, because we, we had a blast with that, you know, probably, I want to say probably seven well, it was before Grace was born, so eight years ago at least. Yeah, um, we took Jordan and uh, our nephew uh, Joe on with us up through Utah for spring break, and you know we stopped in Bryce, and then we went on up into uh, to Moab, and we spent a couple of days up in Moab and played around Arches, and just had a great time, and then went to Canyonlands for like a drive, and then mm-hmm. headed back down and swung through Bryce again, hung out in Zion, and. You know, did some hiking there too. Zion was, was one of our, that was on our route back home before mm-hmm. we, you know, canceled it. Sure. But well, yeah. So I, I think if we do it, if we do it, drive, you know, do a drive, it'll be, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll drive to El Paso and stay there just long enough to realize we don't want to be there. Right. And then we'll drive, we'll El drive Paso into Colorado. Is, uh, there's nothing, there's no <laughs> reason to go to El Paso. Dirt and cold. Unless you're cold. going to Mexico. Yeah. So, but we're, you know, I'd like to take the kids into Carlsbad Caverns because I've never yes. been, you know, and then cruise on up into, um, you know, I would like to show them. I, so I, I would drive in the Marine Corps um, from Orange County out to Iowa. I did this trip like four times. And each time, no, there was this one rest stop in an area called No Name, Colorado. And where, 
what part? Like what? It would be just, it's like West. It's in the, it's in the Rockies to the West, just, just still in the mountain. Because okay. I remember I would start and I would start in Southern California. And if I made it, it would be like 13 hours to no name, 12 or 13 hours to no name. And I'm hauling butt. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I get there and I crack the windows, I sleep, you know, whatever I can, but there's just this huge river that's like carved through the, you know, through the mountains that's there and this rest area that's just desolate and quiet and you see stars forever. And it just, it was beautiful and it was frigid and it was just crisp, you know? So that was like, you know, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd step outside, I'd stretch, I'd, you know, get on the road again. And it just was always a cool spot to be. Then by midday or a little bit later, I'm through Denver and heading through, you know, uh, tornado country and, you know, into Nebraska and on into Iowa. And then on the way back, I'd try to make no name the first, you know, the first leg of the trip too. Right. And, um, you know, anyway, I'd like to, I'd like to bring the kids through that way also. And then, um, you know, through, through Utah too, which would be great. And then ultimately end up in, in, in California. But I think we'd get bit with the, all right, already, let's get home. You know, yeah. it's like, we've been enjoying sort of the camping part. And now we're in California where it's all, you know, jammed together and concrete and can't see stars and, you know, all the pleasant stuff was in our rear view. And then now we're going to cruise yeah. on back through, you know, Southern route or something. So yeah, it was, that was a big shock coming back home, you know, cause it, you're, you're basically out in the middle of nothing and then you come back and it, you're now you're confined again. I got to tell you, I mean, it's great to know my way around Southern California, mm-hmm. but I, I don't like it anymore. Yeah. I don't, I don't miss, um, I just don't miss where everything is, is hit or miss. You know, if it's like, you know, like out here, we tend to, to, to describe how far away a place is in, in time mm-hmm. we're out there. If you do the same thing, you're like, well, how long does it take you to get to LA Cooper? And you're like, well, 45 minutes. minutes or three hours. <laughs> You've right. <laughs> where me, I'm like, I'm two and a half, two hours and 45 minutes to Houston proper, or I'm two and a half hours to Dallas. Right. There's really, you know, and, and to compare it, I was having a discussion with my buddy Jason out there in California and he's like, you know, we're talking about this and he's like, yeah, but that's, you know, that's, it's always like that. And you know, he's like, yeah, but three hours, like, I'd hate to drive that. I'm like, dude, you drive it anyway. Yeah. Or you're up extra early to avoid the drive, but it's still wearing on your body in that sense. But I'm like, but for me, it's like, eh, it's a little busy getting to the freeway. It's usually pretty clear on the freeway. And then it's a little bit busy when I get to Dallas, right? It's the metropolis of Dallas, right? But it's, it's, it's calming. It's wide open in between those two places in between here and Houston also. Right. So, um, just a little bit different. I got to say, I've grown accustomed to being able to look out and see a ton of green, you know, see clouds, see weather coming, you know? Yeah. That's, it's funny. You you mentioned the time thing. Cause when I lived in Cheyenne, Wyoming, it's a 40, about 40, 45 minute drive from Laramie or Cheyenne to Laramie. And when you're driving that, it's like, fuck, this takes forever because there's nothing in between. It's just, right. you know, rolling hills. And then here it's like, oh, it's only a 45 minute, you know, drive up, <laughs> you know, to because you think, oh, it's just L.A. And then you well, get up to L.A. It's like, shit, I just drove to Laramie. It's, right. You know, but it, it the feel is completely different. If you know, what's Laramie feels like forever. Right. Well, but the, the, the whole fact that there is nothing in between is actually is kind of cool, but it's also like, you've got to be a little bit more proactive yes. on that trip. Meaning you can't be like, ah, I'll hold it. 
my bladder's fine. I'll, I'll stop anywhere along the way. Well, maybe not so much when you're going to Laramie Yeah. or, you know, but in California, at least it's like, ah, where do you want to eat? What do you want to grab? You know, there's tons of convenience to that, but I just don't miss, I don't miss the cluster of just jammed up cars. I don't miss the, um, the amount of people and, um, yeah, I just don't, I don't really miss it. I miss the friends that I have back there. Right. You know, those kinds of things. Marginally. Yeah. Well, some, <laughs> but, some of them, <laughs> but I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go. I wouldn't want to go out there and torture myself by standing in line and at Disney or Legoland or, or Knott's Berry farm or whatever. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, the experience would still be fun, but it's just, it's not the same as living out there. Anyway, that's my point. That's my point. So that's how we rounded out our 2015. Uh, good trips, man. I am yeah. uh, a little bit jealous of yours. I'm glad we got to see each other though. Yeah, that was good. Good. That was good. Ate some canes. Yeah, I was so, just about to bring that up. So you want to, you know, it's funny. We walk in, it's like, I don't know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get, you know, what are you going to get? I don't know. I've never been here before. Let's <laughs> see what they get. Oh, they've got fucking chicken fingers or, Everything or chicken strips. Chicken fingers. It's like, yeah. well, do you want chicken strips or do you want chicken strips? I uh, loved it. I'll get chicken strips. It. That was some good chicken strips. So if, if for those of you who do not know, and still I didn't, I didn't know. Um, and I was reminded of you today as we were, as I was driving around and I saw a Cane's not too far from me and I'm all right, chicken strips. (laughs) Um, but it's just this spot that the last time I was out in California, I went to grab lunch and me and Cooper in the car is like, yeah, let's check out this place called Cane's. And we went down there and there was a line, like a, like a, in and out grand opening like line. Crazy like, line. Yeah, like a Chick-fil-A grand opening line. Like just something, you know, that was just nuts, right? And or yeah, it was just nuts out on the road. We're like, well, skip that, forget that. And uh this time we got out there and there was no there was no line. And I, I think that uh I think we learned why. We could poke a lot of fun at them, but we walked in. Yeah, it was kind of funny. What are you gonna have? I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna have. What are you thinking? And we look up there and it's like, you know, the number one was, uh, you know, chicken strips and potato like or two chicken strips and fries. Right. Yeah. And, and then coleslaw. the other one was chicken three strips. Chicken fries. Strips. Yeah. Three. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> and then they had a chicken strip sandwich. Well, that was completely different. That was, whoa, blew my mind. But, well, no. the, but, you, but you could get a quantity discount on the chicken strips, too. I don't remember the quantities, but oh, you yeah, could get, they had the that was off on the left on side the left. of the menu. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, if you're in the mood for a chicken strip about the size of your forearm um, and uh, then go there, it actually was not bad. They were juicy. They were pretty dang good. And uh, we enjoyed our time. They were very good. This episode is not being sponsored by Canes yet. Yet. (laughs) But we will be happy to eat Canes if with the proper uh, sponsorship. Amen. Yeah. So what else? uh, What's what are you looking? What are you looking to do? What I mean, we talked about some cool stuff over lunch and you know you didn't really you didn't really say you had a resolution but you'd already started to do a couple things that we've talked about before and i want to commend you for them Um, what are they real quick (laughs) so i did the thing that i said i wasn't gonna do right i like that about you you liar and i'm (laughs) i've started the envelope system we'll say a modified version of the the envelope system well let me ask you this do you have envelopes i do and is there money in them there is and are you spending the money that's in them for what it's meant for? That is correct. Then you're on the envelope system. Yeah, but it's... I know. <laughs> you know, Dave Ramsey, I, he, he deals with... You know, I think we've talked about it. I don't like absolutes. You know, it's like you have to do this, you know, and, you know, his envelope system, and, and I'm sure a lot of people really need that strict 
you know, buy the book, you know, buy the process, um, put the money envelope. If there's no money in the envelope, you don't spend it. Or you can only spend what's in the envelope on whatever category that envelope is. So, you know, we, we did groceries because groceries is an easy one to control. You know, you don't, if you go with $100 or $200 to the grocery store and that's it, that's all you can spend, you know, because you can easily spend, you know, you can go crazy at the grocery store or Costco, you know, just buying, oh, you know, this is on sale. I don't need it, but, uh, we'll, you know, we'll pick it up. So, um, so we, we did, a, we're doing kind of a modified version of it. We're doing it on a weekly basis rather than a monthly basis. Cause I mean, it, we talked about it. It's like how many people, like if you set your budget, okay, this is my cash budget for the month. And it's, let's say it's a thousand dollars or, you know, $800. You have to put $800 in those envelopes for the, at the beginning of the month. That's like, I mean, who's got 800 bucks just to throw in cash in an envelope to, you know, to, to support you for the, I mean, maybe you got it and see, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's, it's difficult for a lot of people to start it, to start it. Right. I understand. So, you know, it was funny, lucky for us, um, to get our, our system going, we were going to be gone for two weeks. So the money that we had was just sitting back here because we had already, we had our vacation money that we were using. So we just pulled our vacation money out, went on vacation and then, all the money that, you know, was just kind of accumulating in the checking account. So when I got home, I just pulled out the money, put it in the envelopes and, you know, we were set. So it was, that was easy because of that, that break that we had, yeah, you know, of not having, you know, we weren't paying for food. We weren't paying for all these other things. Um, so it was easy to, to get our system going, but, you know, Dave Ramsey's is, is a monthly system and, you know, for me, we, I broke everything up into, I, I, I spread it or I looked at all our bills, you know, all the utilities, everything and averaged them out for the month. Then I took that average and divided it by 52 or I took the monthly average, multiplied it by 12 divided by 52. Right. Right. Makes sense. All right. Yeah. That gives I'm me my, you. that gives me my weekly. Yeah. So then every week I take that amount of cash and I put it in the envelope or, you know, put it in my little, my buckets, we'll say. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, it's, it seems to be working. Like, you know, we went out to dinner last night. I had my, we have our eating out budget. And, you know, cause like I said, we, one of our goals, and this was even before the new year night, cause I don't, I don't like resolutions cause I think they've, they were fun. You know, you, people try to do them, but I think too many people just say they're going to do them and then nothing really happens with them. So we had already decided like, you know, we were just burning through cash last year, you know, with kids sports. And I mean, you know, we've talked about it. You yep. were gone for the weekend at tournaments and you eat out, you stay, there's all these expenses and you just, you're like, ah, no, you just keep paying. And then at the end of the month, you're like, where the hell is all the money? Right. So, you know, we had to, we just had to get it right. And we, we started last, you know, at the end of last year and, you know, it's kind of carried on into, you know, the all 10 days that, you know, of the new year, but it, it, I do, we just have to be disciplined and, and keep at it. That's, you know, basically it. 
you know, I was talking with Heather about this and, and we, we, well, we couldn't fill up the envelope at the beginning of each month with the whole month's worth. Each. Sure. We had to do it with our paychecks also. Yeah. And that's, that's it. And, you know, in defense of, of Dave, right. I think he's coming at it with the same, um, like fervor that you would when you're trying to break someone of a drug habit, Correct. you know, that is, that is a drug habit. You know, it's, it's, it's habitual and that's, what's gotten us into this, this problem. And by being emphatic though, it's, it's helpful to say, look, this is the way you need to do it. It's yeah. very prescriptive and, you know, it makes it easy and it sort of takes the thinking out of it. But once you understand the fundamentals and, and, you know, or you're, you're smarter about how your money has been spent and, you know, like you, we, you know, we share some common things as far as, you know, our view on debt, then, you know, it frees you up to do a few other things, right? Yeah. Not to be critical of them, but yeah, I agree with you. It's too, abs- it's too absolute, but man, we, we followed it from when, when we were getting out of debt Yeah, and it just helped put us on a course. It's like, all right, this is what we do now. Boom. There was no, okay, so sit down with a piece of paper and think about blah, 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 and then make a decision. And you've got like 28,000 different decisions that you could make off right. of it. It's like you'd get paralysis by analysis, right? Yep. Rather than like, get an envelope for this, get an envelope for that, fill it with money and only spend that. Right. So, yeah. And, and I'm not saying, you know, there's definitely something to, you know, say about being that strict, you know, doing it exactly by his system. But for me, if it's too rigid, then I know that we'll find a way to not do it. It's like, right. When we, I think we, when we initially tried it the first time, we we were going to try to do it by the book and it just got to be too much of a hassle, you know, getting to the bank, taking this out, you know, and it's like, you know what, screw this. It's too much work to, but you know, it's funny, you say it's too much work, but then you get yourself in trouble and then now it's too much work to get out of it. Right, so, right. But I, you know, for me, it's, it's just going to be a matter of, I mean, I know what... I, I know what we have to spend on certain things and that's what we're going to spend on it, period. Yeah. So, you know, and we do have a little bit of a cushion that if something happens, it's kind of unexpected, we can take care of it and it's not going to, you know, it's not going to hurt us. So we veered off of the, um, off of the envelope system and we're back on it now, but this is, this is why we have... Um, we never budgeted for like coffee as a part of anything else, but together <laughs> between well, being on, being in California, uh, we drank more Starbucks than we, we normally do anyway. And it was, oh. it was, I'll just go ahead and say it was daily. Don't judge me. All right. <laughs> um, but you know, so far we're, we're almost to our budget. Um, well, we, we didn't hit our budget at all for groceries last, last month, but right. we, we went over by like. $50 on restaurants and, um, by $60 at Starbucks. Wow. <laughs> so $110. That's cause I, I, I refuel, I refill, uh, the Starbucks app and pay for it there. And, yeah. You know, use it off of the phone and, you know, I tend to take customers to grab coffee and things like that. So it's just easy to, to do it that way too. Sure. But yeah, so, um, three reloads of that, but, um, yeah, so we, we went over unfortunately and it's because we weren't running off of money you know, yeah. off of cash. So it definitely. Yeah. Having that cash is, is nice. You know, there's one thing that always stuck in my head is like when you budget for something and you have cash, let's just say that you've been setting aside a little bit of money each month to buy a new sofa. Yeah. And you go to, you know, I don't know, rooms to go wherever you're going to go. Right. 
and you have the cash, you have the $2,000 cash and it's a, you know, you can, you can, you can start to negotiate with that and be like, well, I have the cash here. Mm-hmm. You know, will you give me that $2,400 sofa for two grand? I mean, I have cash like, yeah. And you know, you can play with it. You can touch it. You can show them. You can say like, can you feel that? Like, I don't know what your cut is of that, but like, can you feel it? It yeah. feels good. Like you, you should do this right now. Right. Well, Charge that, me for, you know. And that's one of those little tricks. You know, if you watch those pawn shop shows, like, I'll give you, you know, a thousand dollars cold, hard cash right now. And it's like that. I don't care if it's a check, you know, I mean, if you, if you step back and think about it, cash or check doesn't matter, same money. But when you hear cold, hard cash right now, a hundred dollar bills, you're like, Oh yeah, hundred dollar bills in my hand. It's immediately transferred and and, and spendable. Right. The other thing though, is that when it's in your hands, it feels really good in your hands. So maybe you start to think, I don't know if we need this sofa. Joke loading. What's that? (laughs) Thinking of a joke to load for that. It feels good in your hand. (laughs) You were joke loading. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it does. And it smells good and it fits nicely in the palm. Anyway. Yeah, it does. It does feel good. Right. So you, you might shy away from, you might be like, you know what? We actually, we're okay with the sofa. Now that I look out there, there's nothing that I really like. There's nothing that I think we really need. Yeah. You know, let's just take a hundred of this and get our sofa cleaned and maybe restuffed, you know? Right, right. And take the rest of the money and shift that to vacation budget or shift that to like, you know, new tires or whatever you need, need. Yeah. So a um, new transmission. Is, you need a new transmission? No. We, don't need we just did $4,000 worth of transmission. Oh, good times. Right not before so vacation. Um, we actually, there, there's a topic there too on just what, you know, what it means to, I don't know, man versus do it yourself. Transmission? You know? No. Well, yeah, you could do it, dude. I could. Yeah. I, I could do it. I could do it. I, I would I'll let my, you uh, do yours. I'd, I'll let you do yours. I'd fly my stepdad out um, from South Carolina. He's a master mechanic um, to help me. But yeah, I could do it myself. Totally. How is that doing it yourself? With Shut you? up. <laughs> I'd hand him wrenches. He'd be yeah. like, scalpel. I'm like, stat Done. or whatever. Yeah, so that's that. Hey, and um, good. So I want to congratulate you guys, man. That's awesome. On the on the getting over to the envelope system, we're, we're back on it as well. And Yeah, it's uh, not. I mean, again, I'm not. It, because it, I'm not a big therapy guy. And, and what I mean by it. I don't want to, I I think people should, not all people, but myself, if I have a problem with something, I feel that I should be able to fix it myself. And by doing this envelope system, it's like, it's kind of relinquishing like, okay, I need to let somebody else kind of help me out with, um, you know, how to run my finances or something like that. So it's a, it's a little bit of a, I don't know. It feels weird to me. Because I'm, I like I'm not taking, I'm not doing it myself. But it's just to a point where I've tried doing it myself, and we don't pay attention as close as we used to, and it's an easy system to follow. So let's just follow the system and you know let it do its thing and see where we go. Because we can't, I don't think we're going to be any worse off than where we were last year by what by doing it our way. So. I look at it like this. I've got a one pound bag of I was wondering uh, what you trail were doing mix, with that. you know, and there's 25 servings in here. 
unless, you know, you're me and you're sitting in a, you know, deer blind or a hog blind and you're just handful after handful. Right. Um, that's how, you know, I look at it as portion control. You're just figuring out where that money's going to go before. Right. Oh, sorry for all the noise before you, you know, you go and you just have it sitting in your account. And the other thing too, and, and not to continue on this, we should, we've already talked a little bit about debt, but, um, just the, the psychology of having a credit card or a card that gets swiped, you're disassociating yourself from Correct. the money. Yes. And you spend more of it that way. You know, the what's in the envelope ends. Yeah. At a certain point, you just look down in there and there's two empty little corners and nothing left in there. And you're like, well, I'm not getting the number. I'm not, I'm not getting four chicken strips. I'm getting three. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a trip. But yeah, it's, hey. so it, it's good. I mean- it, it was a little stretch for me to, to get to that point, but I, you know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, with the direction it's going. Nice. Well, so there's something else I wanted to talk with you about. And it was this, this year, I mean, I'm not doing resolutions. I haven't done a resolution in a while. I mean, I may have one theme I may stick to or that I'm you know going to focus on mm-hmm. a little bit, but, um, I kind of wanted to do. And of course, with all of my time, I wanted to do some challenges. I've got a buddy of mine that I work with that he spends a month. Um, I mean, he travels a lot too, but he spends one month each year. Well, one month each year, one month focused on a separate martial art. So he'll do a month of jujitsu. He'll do a month of judo. He'll do a month of, you know, Thai kickboxing. And he went to Thailand to do that too. And wow, um, yeah, he got his butt handed to him, but um, great training, great experiences and, and all this travel and things like this also. So he's just trying to dedicate, you know, months of things to this here too. And there are tons of challenges that are out there. I mean, if we were to focus just photographically, it's like, you know, a photo a day or a portrait a day or a this, that, or another a day kind of yeah. a thing. But I want to try to, 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 to merge two things. One is I like to learn new skills, right? I like to do stuff with wood. I like to try to do new things. Um, I like to try to w- work on my own appliances, which, you know, I've got a funny, well, not a funny story, but uh, a <laughs> funny, funny queer, funny queer, but funny also tying back into, you know, debt. We don't, we haven't been budgeting for a dish or for a new washer oh, at yeah. all. And I've got a dead washer right now where, you know, I've got, as I look at it, I've got probably the stator I've got. Anyway, I've got about 300 to $400 worth of parts that it could be the problem. And a couple of them, like if I'm going to buy it and try it out, it's good to replace the bearing and the shaft, right? right. It is. Okay. The stator, if that's dead, I mean, it won't spin. That's kind of what's going on. A pump, you kind of need the pump, right? So it's sort of at the point where it needs a little bit of an overhaul. Okay. But at that price, I'm like, I may as well buy something new that already has a warranty that I don't have to worry about. You know, I'm, I'm a couple hundred dollars away from having something new, but I like the skill builder, you know, and trying to do it. If it was a couple hundred dollars, I'd rather fix it. But right. I think I'm at that point where I'm like, ah, it's pushing 400 now, you know, 300 to $400 to do it. But anyway, I like to try to fix things myself first mm-hmm. and then figure out, you know, if I'm past my limit or at least now I know I wouldn't have spent, you know, $450 on somebody from Sears to come out to take a look at it and fix it and realize that I could have just bought a new washer. Right. Right. Um, anyway, so I'm trying to blend the two things of like, just trying to do some more skill stuff. And we were chatting a little bit ago, just before we got, well, texting a little bit. And, you know, I think there's something that you do that I would like to do. And, um, you were going to challenge me to it. And it was, go 
and remind me of that. Yeah, Tell the audience well. what it was. <laughs> no, you're good at cooking. You okay. like to cook. You're home I, to cook with the kids. I love and, to and the cook. Family. And I, I don't, I don't do that part there. Now I'm really good at grilling. I'm really good at smoking. Um, you know, those, those kinds of things, smoking? not, not that smoking meat, you know, I'm good Whoa. at making, <laughs> it's a family show. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, we just, uh, we have to mark this explicit now. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Thank you, John. No, but I want to, you know, I want to expand the horizons there a little bit. So this is a two part bit here. I want, I want seven recipes. Okay. Five to seven. seven? Jesus. What do you think well, I am? I don't know. Chef Give me a handful. Andy? All right. Okay. And I won't be able to do a week's worth straight. You know, maybe I can do a couple weekends or a couple meals over the weekend. So, you know, hit me with whatever, whatever you think is good. But, um, I definitely want to, want to pitch in and actually just handle the meal. Okay. Um, and, you know, I, I don't know what sort of benefit, you know, what sort of soft benefit I can get from it other than, yeah, this is just an extension of how I'm providing for my kids and my family. Right. But, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll get the kids to help out. Grace loves to help me make breakfast. Um, we made a breakfast pizza a couple times now and she loves to help with that. It's just a breakfast pizza. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, real quick, you take not uh, interested. You're interested. Everybody else out there is. So you zip it, bearded nerd, whatever. I couldn't think of all something. three of you. Your hey, mama. Listen up. We got more than that. We got over 200. Anyway. Um, that surprises you. me. I'll say thank you 200 times. <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Thank, yeah, you. Yeah. thank you. Um, yeah. So you get a frozen, um, a frozen pizza crust. Right. Okay. So we use Udi's because my daughter's gluten-free. The youngest one is gluten-free. So we have them there in case we order a pizza for everybody else. Then we can still make her something. Okay. But grab that out. And then for, um, you know, for the, instead of like red sauce or anything on there, mm-hmm. we'll take a little bit of sour cream, put the sour cream on it. And then, you know, we'll take some scrambled eggs, put some scrambled eggs on there. We'll put some sausage that we've grilled up, uh, maybe some bacon that we've, we've, we've hooked up and, and sliced up a little bit here too. And then top it with some cheese, put it in the oven. Right. And then pull it on out, cut it up. Everybody's super stoked. We're having pizza for breakfast and it's breakfast pizza. And who said you don't cook? I mean, that's, that's one little thing we got creative on, but <clears throat> I don't know, man. I just want to, I want to have something that I can do and, and kind of mark off on the, Hey, you know, here's a few other recipes that, you know, that I hadn't been thinking of or that you do a lot of or, or whatever that just, I can add to the repertoire and that, you know, I can use to kind of keep people, you know, give a little bit of variety, give Heather a break, that kind of a thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. I, but, I, you know, I'll have to find them, but you know, I know I've got, um, I got plenty of recipes. I just made green chili stew the other day, which oh, was so wonderful. So wonderful. I saw a recipe for green chili, chicken, like green chili chicken lasagna. I'm listening. Yeah. That got me, uh, that got me attention too. Yeah. So anyway, if you could share that with me, what I will do is I'll commit to doing each one of those. Green chili stew is, I won't show you that. You're not talking about that one in particular. You're just saying no. in general. Okay. Yeah. Just give me a, give me a few. Give me, how about this? Let's lower the bar just a little bit more. Something that I know you can handle. Give me four recipes. That'll give me two weekends worth of stuff. Okay. And he rolled his eyes. For those of you that aren't on the private Skype call, here's, he <laughs> rolls his eyes in the back of his head. I know you know more than, you know, four things. Yeah, but that's a lot. And don't say like. Um, tamale with this and tamale with that. That's only one recipe. 
Uh, well, there goes my you just, you shot holes in my plan. <laughs> well, there's another one I want to share with you too. Then real quick is a, uh, um, this is turned into the cooking show. Um, we saw, I forget where I saw it and I bookmarked it. So I'd have to look it up, but basically it is a, a, an omelet egg roll, right? So they call it a Korean breakfast egg roll. And mm-hmm. it's basically an omelet or a scramble that's just rolled on up and cut into, you know, sushi size, you know, roll chunks and you pick it up with whatever you want, but preferably, you know, chopsticks and, and, uh, and you go from there. So that one actually looked pretty fun. Okay. I'd be interested in that one. There you go. So look, we're coming up on an hour. We're at 50 some odd minutes right now. That was quick. What do you think? Should we end with anything special or? No, I'm so during the pod, you know, since we've been talking, I've been going through photos of the trip and thinking about if I should. Yeah, me too. Me, me too. Put them on my, uh, um, put them on my kind of my Facebook page or, you know, share them on the, the man versus Facebook page, you know, yeah, share them on man versus. So I think I'll, I'll do that. Um, so, you know, kind of show like one of my other, well, you know, a passion that you and I share of photography, you know, I didn't do as much. I didn't take as many photos as I, not, I shouldn't say that I wanted because, you know, I, I want to enjoy, you know, Louis CK has got a great bit about cameras and he's talking about, you know, he was at his daughter. I think you said he was at his daughter's recital or something where she was performing. And you saw all these parents holding up iPads and phones. And he's like, what are you doing? It's like the best resolution is right in front of your face. You know, <laughs> don't tell me you're going to record, you know, you're, you're never going to watch that again, whatever you record, you know? So I was trying to compromise, you know, taking photos, but also not busting out the camera every time, you know, something happened, you know, and just enjoying it and, and basically making a memory for myself that it doesn't have a photo attached to it, but you know, we have it as a family and it's just like an experience, you know, so I try not to take it out, but, um, you know, but I did capture some early on in the trip and, you know, I think I'll, like I said, I'll, I'll throw those up on the Facebook page. So that'd be awesome. Well, we've got, and I'm, since you said nobody else is going to see those or you're never going to share them. I've got the kids. What do I do? We had, we went to a place called the Thinkery there in Irvine. Uh, Mikey, I have him on video. It's, it's cool. He's standing on what amounts to be, you know, those foam rollers that you would use to roll out like your, your sore muscles and stuff. Yep. He's standing on one of those upright balancing. Nice. And uh, yeah, for, for a good long time, I'm holding on here. Here's a quick picture. I'll share it. Of course. Oh, endwise. Yeah, endwise. Not on the roller side, but like long end. He's. I mean, it's a balancing, you know, move here, which yeah. is pretty, uh, pretty impressive. But I got a video of him doing that. Um, I've got a video of the kids at a uh, this trampoline spot there where they have these uh, bulls, and the kids were riding these bulls. Um, okay. I'm going to speed them up to make them look way more exciting than yeah, they were, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but uh, 
but they were good. And, and, you know, just to get a little glimpse into the, the people that are in my life, that's, you know, I want to share. Are those breadsticks? No, no. My daughter joy has a veggie straws up her nose Mm. on purpose and for laughs. So that's how I know she's my daughter. I love veggie straws. That's it. Well, I I did love veggie straws. (laughs) They're even extra delicious this way. And I want to share a picture of the caravan of us trying to get into LAX with two, you know, two push carts, joy or Heather's carrying joy. Oh, I didn't even share this. I got to end it on this one. So I had on our calendar on my phone that we were to leave at 2.50 p.m. uh, the day that we left. Okay. We're getting to the airport just a smidge late because we had to stop by my aunt's and then Heather's aunt's and, you know, grab a couple things just last minute. No big deal. We get, you know, we all get over to Hertz, return the car, we're having to wait. Heather and Grace have to go to the bathroom, you know, so we miss a couple buses and then we end up getting over to the airport. We're cruising on in. We got to wait in line to check our bags and we get all the way up to the front. And, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a shit show, A, because it's LAX and B, because I'm traveling with a, you know, I'm, I'm a Sherpa with the caravan of, of <laughs> the right. special refugees. Right. Um, and she looks at us, she goes, your, your plane's boarding right now. It's taking off at two fifteen, And we're like, oh, it's quarter till. Oh my God. Right. Oh, boy. <clears throat> so we're scrambling, you know, I've got, basically I have a boatload of stuff that I'm trying to drop off to the, <laughs> to the people, get our boarding passes. And I'm telling Heather, Go, you take Joy, you go on through. I'm going to take the other two because I'm TSA pre-approved and I can take people under 13 with me. And I'm like, I just couldn't handle them. Well, as she takes off, the lady advises me there. She's like, well, your bags aren't going to make it. So you might want to take the car seats that you do need when you get there. I'm like, crap. So I've got to grab... I cheated. I I grabbed a booster for one of the kids, Mikey, and then I grabbed the regular um, full-on car seat for Joy. And my plan was... I think we have another booster in the van when we get home, uh, but we we didn't we didn't. So Grace got to just lay down in the back seat, buckled up twice. So that was kind of that was kind of cool for her. But anyway, we're hauling butt up and through, and Grace is starting to freak out. She's like, "What if what if we miss the plane?" I'm like, "Honey, they'll put us on another flight. We can go through Dallas and then get to." She's like, "But it'll be late." I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. We're on vacation. It's cool. If you miss school tomorrow, you miss school tomorrow. What if mommy gets on the plane and leaves us? I'm like, no, look, if mommy gets on the plane, that's the best thing that could happen because she'll save us seats. (laughs) We're flying Southwest. And, um, you know, I'm like, but move it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know, getting them to run. And I'm like, calm down. Just stay chill. Run, haul ass, go (laughs) at the same time. And uh, anyway, we we get hung up a little bit because they want to extra screen the, you know, the, the child seat. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say the child because she looks a bit shady. <laughs> no, they they went through real well. And um, we made it. We get to our gate, which was really close through security. And they hadn't even called the A section yet. We hadn't. We were there for a good 10 minutes before they started boarding us. Um, but it was a little bit, you know, we're all sweating. And, you know, it was sort of all for nothing. But um, bless Grace's little heart. Even after a great flight, everything was cool. Everybody was stoked. I'm sitting there in between Grace and Mikey. Heather's got joy. The flight was smooth. It was sweet coming on back. We get to the, uh, we get here to Austin and Grace, you know, she says that she left. I put her in charge of holding on to the bag claim tags mm-hmm. and we were going to wait for the bags to come out, but she started bawling. She's like, I left them on the floor in Los Angeles and apologetic the whole way home. But, uh, yeah, I left. We left. We figured our bla- our bags didn't make it, and um, <clears throat> ended up after bringing everybody home and heading up, heading back to the airport to pick up the bags. Um, you know, by about twelve fifteen p.m. a.m. Excuse me, quarter past midnight. Um, the night that we got home, uh, everything was finally settled in. But man, it was a 
was a little bit of a rush to get to that flight. Sure. So, yeah. So talk about not having a, you know, a time commitment. Yeah. That would have been helpful. But Absolutely. We were all good. Anyway, I think that's where we needed to sort of leave it. I just had a, oh, by the way, yeah, I had an interesting, yeah, scramble on the last uh, last bit, so. Okay. All right, well, hey, that was our vacation. I know we've been uh, away for quite a while. Hopefully, um, you guys have enjoyed your break here, too. Maybe by this time next year, we'll have some, you know, we can put together some best ofs or replay right. a few episodes that we have, or maybe even pre-record them, like in August <laughs> for the time while we're away. Boy, it sure is cold here in December. <sighs> My teeth are chattering, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. But that'll do it for today's episode. Welcome to 2016. I know that sounds a little cliche, but I'm stoked. Yeah, happy uh, new year, year, everybody. Happy new year. Yeah, I'm stoked for for this year and for being able to keep this keep this going and having fun. Um, you know, again, best thing for you guys to do, which you've already been doing. And I want to thank you again for this, but it's just to share the podcast, share it with your friends, share it with other guys. Um, heck, share it even with women. We uh, it turns out we have a fair amount of subscribership that is uh, that are women uh, based on the audience that we have through Facebook. So that's that's pretty cool. So thank you. Assuming most of you are moms, I know for sure all of you have mothers. So Thank, thank you for all that. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you know, we're on Instagram, man versus show, M-A-N-V-S show. Uh, you can get a hold of us on our Facebook page there too, on our man versus show, if you search for that. Or you can email us, man versus show at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. We'd love to mention your question or thoughts on the air too. And um, yeah, that's it. So we'd love to hear from you. So far, it's great to great to be talking to you, but we'd love to hear from you too. Yep. And, anything to add? No, that's it. You, you get everything. All right. Well, that's it for tonight. Um, next time we see John, he'll have no beard. All right. That's it. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs>